Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to welcome back my friend, Natalie Murashenko, to the show. She's been on before. We'll link up to her past episode in the show notes. But today I asked her on for a very specific purpose because she is doing something that's really exciting and extraordinary, and I wanted her to tell us all about it. So Natalie helps soulful, ambitious, and multi-passionate women really uncover their purpose. And she's really talented at this. And I'm so honored to also call her one of my good friends. Our kids grew up in the same school together. And at some point, she decided she needed a little bit more of an adventure, maybe as she was coming into her 40s. And she ended up moving with her three kids and her husband down to Bogota, Colombia. And it was so fun to watch. And she's been there I guess now for a couple of years, I forget if we go over that in the actual show, but she's been there at least for five or six years. And she's also been traveling the world while she's been there. Her She takes her family on some amazing trips. And it's been so fun to watch her really come into this amazing, vibrant, beautiful woman after 40, or you know, as she was coming into 40 and after 40. And she was visiting Boston this summer and we were hanging out and she was telling me all about how when she was in her early 40s and she's, I think, in her mid-40s now, how everything, all this work she had done, all the personal development work she had done in the past really felt insignificant and like she couldn't figure out why she was where she was right at that moment in her early 40s, because everything felt like it was a little bit backwards. And as she was describing this, I was thinking, oh my God, that's how I feel. I don't know that I've been doing personal development per se for that long, but I definitely am feeling like something is shifting. Something's a little bit different. And part of the difference was like, I didn't care as much about what other people think and how things are supposed to be done. But some of it is also like, some days I just feel like I want to stay in bed. And some days my body doesn't feel as good as I think it should. And, you know, part of what I'm teaching and doing is that revolves around the fact that 10 years ago, my body all of a sudden felt so good, right? And I and I got so healthy and I got rid of all these chronic conditions. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm 44 right now. I think it was sort of two years ago when I was 42. I was like, what is going on? Like, why am I so tired some days? What's happening? And as I was talking to Natalie, I realized that there's this next layer of information that I really need to understand. And I got really excited because she told me that she is creating this event where she is interviewing over 40 women on what life, how to have an extraordinary life after 40 and what we need to know about hormones and supplements and health and food and abundance and our sex lives and all the things that we need to be thinking about at this different chapter in our life. 
And so I'm super excited. I'm super excited for this event. And as we were talking, she also asked me to be a part of the event. So I am, I will be on in the event and I'm talking obviously about how to make a plan. So when you learn all this stuff, how you can actually put it into action, which is what I love talking about. So I'm going to be at this event, you know, virtually at this event, learning as much as I can. And I would encourage you to, too. I asked Natalie on the show today because I wanted her to give us some teasers. I wanted her to tell us some of the best things that she learned. So that's what she's going to end up sharing with us. Now, if you like what you're hearing from us, make sure to go sign up. She's doing this two week. It's virtual. It's online. It's about three or four, maybe sometimes five speakers a day over the course of, I think, 10 days. And if you're listening to it in real time, it's 100% free. So like of course, go sign up. You can do that by going to plansimple.com slash love 40. So plansimple.com slash love 40. I will definitely, definitely be tuning into those episodes myself. You'll recognize some of the names because some of the people who she's interviewed have also been on this podcast. I think I saw that Nina Mandelson is there who's been on the podcast a bunch. Christina Wise will be talking about money and probably health. Um, She's been on on the podcast. Julie Hannon has been on the podcast and she's part of this summit. And then there's this whole host of other amazing people um, who we all get to go get to know. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to be focused on the hormone part and really what heading into this perimenopause stage looks like and how I can be my healthiest during that. So I'm really excited to get that out of this this summit. Again, you can go sign up at plansimple.com slash love40. Now, before we get Natalie on, the other thing I do want to share is that I was feeling a couple months ago, really starting a couple years ago, but I probably really leaned into it a couple months ago, that I was doing a lot on social media and spending time there. And I would always try to find these these little moments that I could hop on because I thought I needed to for this business. And a lot of times those stolen moments were when my kids were watching. And as my kids have gotten older, you know, I had a no technology rule for many years, but now I have someone in high school who I definitely cannot control. And um, I have someone, I have an eighth grader as well who has a phone. And I realized that me sneaking these moments was modeling for them sort of sneaking their own moments. And I didn't want to do that. So I really stepped back from social media. I also realized that it was it was fueling a little bit of everything I was doing was not enough feeling. And I know that I don't work best from that place. So that was going on too. And one of the things that I stepped back from and all that was Facebook. And on Facebook, we always had a group going um, that was associated with this podcast and with Plan Simple Meals when, when this business was called that. And when we, when we switched over to Plan Simple, that was kind of when I started not being in that group as much. And recently, what I realized is that I love dishing out this podcast, But what I would love even more is that after every episode, that we really dive into some real conversations about 
what we're talking about. And that there's this space where we can share what doable change that we're working on this week. And that we can really start to show up for all this new knowledge that we're learning. And so I really want to step into that that space again. So sometimes I think it takes really clearing the clutter, in my case, all the places I was showing up on social media, to really figure out what matters and what's meaningful. So I'm not stepping back into the full shebang, the full everything of social media. I'm stepping back into this Facebook group, and I would love you to join me. I would love you to come join the conversation. What's going to happen is every time a podcast goes live, there'll be a chat about that. When things are going on that I think we should also be talking about, or you could suggest things to talk about as well, then we'll also go talk about them um, over in that group. For example, when Natalie's summit is live, we can have conversations about different aspects of the summit. We can, you know, talk about hormones. We can talk about our sex lives all within the container of this, this safe group. So that is my vision. I'm super excited and I hope that you will come join me. There will be a link on the Plan Simple Facebook page. You'll just have to click into the group and ask to join. You might have to answer a few questions eventually to get in just so that we make sure that we are creating this this circle. And then you can also go to the plansimple.com site. There will also be a link there um, that you can get into the group. Okay. And I can't wait. I can't wait for these conversations. I can't wait to get to know you. Um, I just think that this will be super fun and take this podcast to the next level. All right, let's hear from Natalie because such great stuff. She learned such great stuff from these 40 women. And you'll see, like, I wish I could have been on with her for two hours, but we're all just going to go sign up plansimple.com slash love 40. We're all going to go sign up so that we can listen to her summit and hear all the stuff, but she's going to give us a sneak peek now. So let's get Natalie on the show. Hey, Natalie, welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. Hi, Mia. It's so great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh, so fun. Um, I always love when I have people back a second time. I just have my first person back for a third time because we just get to go deeper and talk about different things, which is so fun. So I asked you on today because in a little bit, I will be on your summit that you organized. And I just wanted to hear about the things you learned. And it's so funny because for everyone listening, Natalie's putting on this amazing summit that's for all for women over 40 and how to lead an extraordinary life when you're over 40. And what's funny is when you first started telling me about this, I'm like 40 over 40. And you know, I'm 44, but you know, it's funny. You never think about these things, but life really does get different. So I'm so grateful that you're putting on the summit. (laughs) Well, thank you. And yes, life does get different. And I think it it gets even more different as you move into your late 40s. And now that I'm kind of there, I'm 48 years old, I can actually see looking back how these really intense changes within me and in my life started actually happening in my late 30s. But back then they felt more subtle. You know, I couldn't quite see it. It's only now looking back that I can really see it. Yeah. So I'm excited to pinpoint some of those. It's funny because not too long ago, I think it was this summer, Um, I'm not going to go into the whole long story of it, but basically our neighbor's kid had a party and our neighbor called and asked us to 
go break it up. <laughs> and I was like, why would they pay attention to us? We're like so close to age in them. And my husband looked at me and was like, what are you talking about? Like, we're old. I'm bald. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. We are. We are over 40. All right. So tell me a little bit about this subject and how it touches you before we get into what I want to dive into a little bit is some of the things you learned in interviewing all these amazing people. But let's start with you. Right. Well, to be honest, the summit has really been my passion baby uh, because it, it really does come from my own journey. I mean, there I was basically in my mid-40s and I was having all kinds of hormonal things, moodiness, kind of starting to get hot at times, just my hair thinning, just really not feeling like myself. And I knew anxiety. Anxiety really kicked in and I started looking for answers as to what was going on and it was really really hard to find resources it was also confusing there were different diets that were supposed to help different herbs different supplements but nothing seemed like it was working there was hormone replacement therapy which just because I tend to be a very you know do everything supernatural type of person I automatically discarded and like wasn't even willing to look at it was all confusing and I started noticing on all my clients and friends who were in their 40s were starting to kind of go through similar things. And not just that, but Ill, strange illnesses coming up. I started, I went through the six-month period where literally uh, the doctors thought I had thyroid cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, um, uh, what do you call it? Oh, I don't even remember. Some other organ near my stomach cancer. And we oh need open heart surgery within a year. Now, it all worked out well, but it really left me in the space of like, what the hell's going on? Like, yeah, what's the universe trying to tell me? And why is my body betraying me after years of care? And then I realized so many people I knew were either having real or kind of suspected really scary diagnosis. Marriages were breaking up all over the place. I myself like started to feel like my rose-colored glasses have, had come off, and all these things that seemed okay in the past all of a sudden really weren't, be it with my husband and some of our dynamics, or with friends, or with all of the ways I was saying yes to things that I didn't really want to do. And you know, and I've been doing personal growth for 20 years. And it still felt like my entire life was turning upside down. And anyway, so my personal quest to look for resources and realizing how hard it was to find them really led me to amazing women, amazing resources, and wanting to get this information out there to as many women as possible. For this summit, I've interviewed 42 world-class experts. I mean, you know, transformational teachers, women like Marie Diamond from The Secret, Marcy Shymoff from The Secret, um, you know, New York Times best-selling authors, Alison Armstrong, Catherine Woodward Thomas. I mean, I don't mean to name drop. It's more that these are my sheroes, right? These are the women whose books changed my life and some of them like 20 years ago so yeah. it's just been so exciting and so cool to you know jump on video with them for 40 minutes or so and yeah learn I mean I've learned tons it's just been amazing and I'm so excited to share this knowledge with everybody because I think we as women we don't know nearly enough about how our bodies work how our, these different stages of our life work and most importantly Sorry, I'll stop. I know I'm going on, but that's because I'm just so passionate about this. <laughs> I love there, it. 
there was also this sense I got that despite all of our supposed uh, evolution towards equality, there's still, I think, this underlying cultural thing that, you know, once we're past our childbearing years, we're kind of uh, out to pasture. We're not as attractive. We're not as beautiful. We're not as womanly. And what I actually discovered talking to all these women is that like, as long as you take care of your health and you really try to live consciously, life just gets better and better. Like your 50s, your 60s, your 70s are the most productive in many ways time in a woman's life, the most enriching, because instead of putting all that creative energy into our families, we put them, first of all, into ourselves, in our own lives, and then into serving the world. Because as women, when we're really balanced, we want to serve the world, but from the overflow, right? Not from the have to place. And we're the ones that are meant to create big change for our society. And so many women just feel like, oh, I'm getting older and over the hill and there's wrinkles and it's all downhill from here. And no, this perimesopausal time in your 40s to mid-50s is literally, or can be literally, a time of rebirth. If you like, you use those hormones to literally like, you know, get rid of what no longer serves you and step more and more into your authentic self. I mean, I know these all sound like cliche words, but it's truly a process, right? And then life just gets better and better than anything you'd imagined. But I didn't know this. And so few women know this that, well, anyway, as you can tell, I'm really excited. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be on the same platform as some of those women. I mean, that's amazing. So what, what stuck out to me, what sticks out whenever I hear you talk about this is how personally, you know, as I start to go through these changes and my mother and my husband, if they hear this episode, are going to be like, I can't believe you share that kind of stuff. But as we're recording this, you know, I have my period and that shit has changed. <laughs> like, yeah. you no, know, it is so different. And it really puts me out in a way that it never did before, you know, and I've almost, I feel like I've scared my girls about it, but, um, but it is just so different. And I think that we can feel just because we don't understand how normal it is that we're crazy at this point. Like, I feel like there's this like fine line between I can go change the world and I'm gone insane, (laughs) you know, and that leads to all these weird behaviors. Absolutely. Well, part of it is that it's a real time of adjustment, right? It's truly like the other side of adolescence. As the hormones are going up and down, it does leave us feeling crazy a lot of the time and certainly not constant, not stable. But I think it's not doing any of us a service to, you know, just say like, oh, it's just the hormones, right? Right. Yes, there is a hormone piece in there, but there's also a soul piece that's expressed through these hormones of like, what do I need to shift? What, where do I need to grow? Where do I need to claim my power? You know, start setting boundaries, you know, get really clear on who I am, all that kind of stuff so that, you know, I can step into the woman that I'm meant to be. And it's amazing how the hormonal journey really calls us forth into that. As we start experiencing those, I mean, supposedly 20% of women out there are really fortunate and never have any kind of hormonal, you know, symptoms. And that's wonderful. Yes, supposedly. But 80% of us supposedly do. And as we, what I found is if, as we look for answers to the, you know, 
our hormonal issues, especially if we do more than, and I'm not knocking it, just going to the OB, just getting a hormone replacement therapy, because as I'll tell you in a minute, I've actually become quite on the other side of it, and I plan to do hormone replacement therapy myself. But I think when it's also accompanied by an inner journey of what are these hormonal fluctuations trying to tell me, it truly leads us to you know, being exactly where we need to be to claim our power. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, it, and if we look at it, like how we look at our parenting and just sort of understanding all the different phases of our kids and the difference between our, maybe our sons, and I know you only have girls, but I have a son and, a, and two daughters. And it's like every d- difference, the ages, the genders, they play a big part in all the different changes. And I think we forget that we're, you know, we can reflect back to ourselves as children and to the changes that we went through at different phases, but we forget that we're still on this journey, right? Like there's always going to be changes and we have to adjust to those, which is so, our body is so powerful in telling us those things. And very often, I think we fight that. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, you just raised, I think, the most important point. We tend to be scared of changes. And I have found, you know, myself included, it took me two years from kind of idea to execution to put the summit together. And the reason for that was I had shame around getting older. I didn't want to blog about my perimenopausal (laughs) symptoms. I'm serious. Like, I wouldn't want to say, like, oh, you know, my vagina's been itching and uh, (laughs) my hair is getting um, thinner and stuff like that. And so, and obviously, I've done work on it because I just said that. And but as I did work on it, that's when I became empowered to say, hey, wait a minute, this is this is just a natural part of life. Um, and part of it is we fight change and especially the changes around perimenopause because of all that societal stuff that, you know, now we're over the hill and too old and like kind of irrelevant in society, in our youth obsessed society, I should say, because in many more traditional societies, these, this is the time that women are just starting you know, yeah. to wake up to their power, their wisdom, to be the real truth seers in the community and, you know, to really come into our own. And by the way, that's what all the women I've talked to have said, is that you just stop caring so much what everyone else thinks. And for the first time in your life, it's like you're just truly living your own life. I mean, how cool is that? So good. Um, okay, so let's get into some of the areas. So we've mentioned yeah. some of them. Let's talk a little bit about hormones for a sec, because the funny, the funny thing I'm going to admit publicly is that I don't even know what hormone balancing is. Like, I don't even know what hormone therapy is. Like, I have not clearly done my research. So tell me a little bit about what your findings have been about hormones and changing hormones and, I don't know, things you learned as you did all these interviews. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to be really succinct because this alone could probably be in a whole podcast or more. Right, we're going to all come to the summit. <laughs> so yes, that's summit. right. Come listen to the summit. So basically, you know, we've got the major hormones, estrogen, progesterone, uh, and testosterone that really tr- start to drop in the perimenopausal years. And depending on which one's dropping at which rate relative to the others, is how the different maybe uncomfortable symptoms manifest or the 
I feel crazy thing. Now, basically, I've interviewed, at least on the summit, you can come and listen. I think it's around 15 experts in hormones, wow. MDs, OBGYNs, naturopaths, people who handle it through keto, through um, Ayurveda, through aromatherapy, through other diet forms. I mean, you know, there's a gazillion ways. And again, I invite everybody to come listen to, to the summit to form their own opinions. I am no medical doctor, but here's my own personal synthesis of what I've learned because I went into this thinking hormone replacement therapy, which means taking either plant-based or synthetic estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone to augment what you're losing. Um, is unnatural, it could lead to all kinds of cancers, it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. What I actually, what I personally discovered in this process is that hormones can be balanced about 50%, 60% through all kinds of uh, lifestyle adjustments, diet, you know, meditation, exercise, and it's really important to do. It's really important to do that part and not just the hormone replacement therapy. And for many women, like that's enough. They'll do the diet stuff or, and you know, the lifestyle stuff and they feel great and they can move on. But there are many women who don't feel so great even with um, all the lifestyle changes. And as I came to understand the reason for this is, as it was explained to me by Felice Gersh, uh, an amazing MD from Orange County who's won all kinds of awards for her work and really lives what she teaches and she's much more naturally based. But she said that basically that for our bodies, reproduction equals health. There are, receptor, there are estrogen receptors, for instance, in every major organ systems in, in the body. And so when that estrogen goes down, it's not just that we close up shop in terms of our reproductive years, but as far as all the organ systems in our bodies are, are concerned, it's kind of like, ah, well, we don't really, we aren't as needed anymore. And a degenerative process really kicks in. Mm, and yeah, I didn't know this. And she said to me, you know, you can handle all this through lifestyle changes, about 50, 60%, but there's that other 40 to 50% that's purely hormonal. And I can't guarantee you that you will live longer if you do hormone replacement therapy, but I can guarantee you that you will live better, meaning, you know, all the heart disease, uh, arthritis, joint pain, you know, all these kind of degenerative things that tend to pop up, just don't when your body still thinks. Um, that you are in the reproductive years. Is it natural? No. That's why it's every woman's choice. Oh, and by the way, you know, the other thing is there's the synthetic hormones versus the plant-based hormones, and everybody across the board agreed plant-based hormones are the way to go, that all the studies that have led to, you know, hormones causing therapy causing cancer were done with synthetic hormones. Hormones and plant-based hormones are a much gentler way. Um, but the, here was the interesting thing, and that really changed my mind. I started checking this out with all, with the other healers, at, who are much even more naturally based than this MD, and they all basically agreed that yes, reproduction equals health, and that plant-based hormone therapy can also help a lot. And that well really started to change my mind, especially um, Anna Kovacko. Who is an, who's also a triple board certified OBGYN, but very, very holistic because of her own journey. And she said to me, you know, of course taking hormones is not 
natural in the sense of, you know, you're putting something in your body that's not there. She said, but our lifestyle is not natural. To, bel- to feel really great naturally implies moving your body eight hours a day, living in a place where there's no pollution and you're surrounded by clean air, eating really clean food, living in dwellings that aren't full of chemicals in our walls and our mattresses and everything. I mean, basically, our hormones are, and our bodies are constantly under assault by unnatural chemicals, which right. is pretty difficult to avoid if you're not, you know, living in, I don't know, a wooden hut, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. way <laughs> very far from civilization. Right. And so basically hormone replacement therapy helps balance out, you know, the unnatural basically, yeah. Anyway, you get the idea. Yeah. And it basically helps balance that out so you feel good. And so you but again, you know, it sounds like I'm doing some infomercial for hormone replacement therapy and I'm not. I really encourage each and every woman to listen to all these interviews herself and form her own opinion because I think it's so personal. And of course, it so depends on how you're feeling. If you're feeling great and not experiencing many symptoms, you're not going to be that inclined to start, you know, hormone replacement therapy. Uh, but, you know, if like me, you're having like night sweats every night, they keep you up all night, hot flashes and all these other things that don't feel great, you know, despite doing all the lifestyle things for years, you're a lot more inclined, you know? Well, and I think the thing that's so interesting and, and I mean, we're just a few years apart, but, you know, and I, I'm very much in this world with you, but I, I don't know if we just end up in denial or like, I think of myself as super healthy, but I haven't done that much thinking about hormones. I I will fully admit. Um, But I do hear a lot from clients and my community, like, you know, I just can't lose those 20 pounds and it's all hormones faults or like I am crazy and I'm getting a divorce and, you know, but it's just my hormones. And you know, we blame a lot instead of like 15 interviews on all the ways to make our hormones feel more balanced. Like just the idea that it's so much more in our control if we're mindful is, I think, hugely empowering, right? Rather than blaming hormones for the good and the bad of this phase. Right. Because, you know, with hormones, it's easy to feel like we're just being taken for a ride. Yeah. And we're not Right, no in control, but there are, but there, right, but there are absolutely ways to get in control. And by the way, I just want to clarify: I pulled out fifteen kind of out of out of a half meeting. That's kind of what I feel like. How many yeah. women I interviewed? Yeah. I didn't actually count, so nobody hold me to it. But okay. there's a lot. There are yes. quite a few. But and it's just you know, it's just I feel like it's one of those topics that I, I've just been thinking. You know, we have these three books on our shelves about how we you know, books about sex that you can explain to a kid all about sex. And I was like, we need a graphic novel for women in their 40s. <laughs> it's like all about all these things. Yes. Um, but because we stop learning, you know, and we like, there's all these things we explain to our kids. And then, you know, I personally have the story that my grandmother, who's now passed away, but she just always was like, stop talking about that stuff. Like menopause was just a day, like get over it. <laughs> She was this little Italian woman and maybe she was part of the 20%. Maybe she was in denial. I have no idea, but um, it's just interesting. Like, it's just, I think, you know, not all of us were spoken to about this or told these stories because our mothers and our grandmothers just did this more privately than we're, we're, you know, we have this privilege right now where we are talking about this on air. Yes. (laughs) Which I love. Okay. Yes. 
So hormones. So hormones kind of leads me to the next juicy subject, which is sex. Um, because I think this is another thing that as we get into our late forties and, or, or even early forties, and we're feeling like we're, we're done, you know, like we're done with the childbearing ages. And so sex kind of takes on a different meaning. And I think many people assume that that goes away right? Like, you know, we, we certainly yeah. don't want to think about our parents having sex, but you know, no. <laughs> so, so let's talk a little bit about that. What did you find out about that? Well, that, as you know, cause I've kind of mentioned it to you yeah, before this interview was like the most exciting part, definitely the sexiest part, because yeah, I have to be honest. I personally have really felt my sex drive decrease in my 40s in a big way and I you know my friends have all commented on the same thing and you know I was like well kind of makes sense I mean nature wants us to procreate but we're not procreating you know what's the point as far as nature is concerned but here's but obviously you know that sex what I learned is first of all sex also is highly related to longevity orgasms are amazing to release all the feel-good hormones that are needed not just for us to feel good, but for health. And basically, the longer we can keep, you know, an active sex life by ourselves or with a partner, it doesn't matter. The better it is for our health, the better it is for our self-esteem. And Lord knows if we do have a partner, the better it is for our relationships. And so I interviewed two different, well, sex came up with quite a few interviews, in quite a few interviews, actually, but two in specific, Shashi Saluna, who is a Tantra expert, who literally, like, said, let's not talk about this. You ladies have to listen to or watch this interview, because she said, we talked a little, and then she said, let's not talk about this. Let me just show you. And she had me close my eyes, and basically everyone who's going to be watching the video is invited to do the same, and walk me through, I swear, I think it was like a five-minute visualization, and like energetic visualization as I was squeezing my pelvic muscles, and I kid you not. Mia, I thought I was going to have an orgasm <laughs> right there on camera. I was like, oh my that God, you better stop. How embarrassing. <laughs> I know, right? And then Shashi and I were talking about how literally sex when you're young is very physically focused and physical sensation focused. But as you get older, it can be like a whole body spiritual experience. Like you can have whole body orgasms. You can have them energetically while visualizing and squeezing your pelvic muscles. You don't need a partner. And contrary, you know, because Sting made the whole Tantra, I can go at it for three hours thing popular years ago. And I've heard so many women say, who's got three hours for this? I mean, this happened in five minutes on video, you know, meaning like, you don't even need much time. So that was a very exciting discovery. Like literally as we mature, um, yeah, we're capable of great sexual pleasure and sensuality that would permeate into our entire life. Like it's not just about having this orgasm and moving on with your day. Like the more you delve into it and live your sensuality and sexuality in your daily life, the more like all of life becomes just a sensual, you know, like a more sensual experience. So that was huge. And then there was Susan Bratton, who is just like a a gorgeous blonde bombshell, like force of nature woman, uh, who really comes at sex from a really different vantage point. But basically, in a different way, she said, she said the same thing. She literally said to me, how old are you? You're 48? 
oh my God, you're just a baby where sex is concerned. I didn't know, I didn't have my first vaginal orgasm till I was in my late 40s. And like, I didn't even know what to do. I mean, according to her, we basically don't even know what the heck we're doing in the bedroom. As she said, you know, your partners used his three best moves on you 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and you're still doing the same thing. And, you know, according to her, there's so many ways to reignite your passion in your relationship, to reignite your own sexuality and sensuality within yourself. And that literally, again, according to Susan, a woman peaks like in her 60s and beyond sexually if she's attending to that area of her life and I have to tell you again by the like somewhere towards the end of this interview she had me so inspired that I was like man Susan I just want to wrap up that interview call my husband tell him to get home from work and you know uh, and get to it because Susan's much more like technique focused and I must say like as I interviewed her, because these are video interviews side by side, I was like, oh my God, am I blushing? Am I keeping a straight face? Can I talk about this stuff? But turns out I can, or at least I can listen. <laughs> well, and interesting, because one of the things, well, we talked about this on, on my interview with you, so I know it's touched on a little bit, but the, one of the things that comes up around that sex as well, and it's I do have to admit for everyone listening that I can read statistics of this podcast, and two of my most listened podcasts are about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will link to those in the show notes for anyone listening. But um, what's interesting is that those two people were talking specifically to parents, right? So kids are around. And really, a lot of it was about making time of which we get so much more of in our, you know, as we get older and older, because the kids leave the house. And, you know, technically, there's, there's more time more easily, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, ourselves are a partner. (laughs) I mean, literally, Susan just, you know, as my, as you know, my oldest who's 17 just left the house. And I mean, I still have two kids at home and my youngest is only nine. But you know, it's a whole transition when you start realizing they're not with you forever. And there's a lot of sadness and grief that comes with that. But I have to tell you, after interviewing Susan, I could see my future and it was looking good. (laughs) She was like, oh my God, when the kids leave the house, the best time of your life starts sexually and and she's got lots of training videos and ways to like practically help you do that so which and she was actually kind enough to send me the entire bundle just for interviewing her and so um you know my husband's like hey when are we cracking open those uh videos (laughs) i'm like like, hold on honey the kids are still at home (laughs) all right so just to explain a couple more things and then i'll let you go because i know we've been on a long time but um so if, if hopefully sex is on everyone's agenda and that's exciting, but yeah. along the same line of, you know, I feel like hormones are this amazing thing that we have to, or that we don't have to, but that um, it makes a difference in our life if we learn about them, you know, but they're not that exciting. Sex is more exciting. But two other things that I know you touched on were sort of happiness in, in as a practice and how our life can get better and better in terms of happiness and abundance. So do you want to share some about those two things? Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is where I had the absolute honor to interview both Marcy Shymoff and Marie Diamond, you know, world renowned transformational teachers. They were both in the secret. Marcy's were, and I mentioned them together because the abundance and, um, Mm -hmm you know, uh, happiness piece 
is there. Uh, Marcy's work, you know, for the last 20 years has all been around raising your happiness set point Mm -hmm. and the specific practices you can do to literally raise your happiness set point so you're happier on a daily basis. And I mean, I read her book 20 years ago. And when I remember to implement those practices, which are actually really simple and quick, she's absolutely right. It literally raises your happiness set point and you feel good and you attract better things into your life and all flows. So I really encourage people to, um, to listen to her interview. Is there a little nugget that comes to mind from that? uh, Well, to be honest, the biggest, the biggest nugget is that we are actually totally responsible. Mm. That when you look at happiness, like something like 50% is genetic, um, to, well, sorry, I'm trying to put that. So basically only 10% of happiness are our circumstances, right? So, you know, and yet we tend to focus all of our energy on our circumstances, thinking that's going to make us happier. Right. right. Like, more, in we, like more money, bigger right, house. Right. Exactly. Like, or, yeah. or solving a problem we have, but yeah. it doesn't matter because we might be happy for a little bit or sad for a little bit with whatever's going on, but we will always come to our set point. Yeah. And the way to actually become happier in general is to raise that set point. And that's where we have all the control in the world. Because what I didn't know is that even the genetic component, which is in our DNA, which you think, well, we can't change, and that's responsible for something like 40 or 50%. Apparently, studies have actually shown that as we do different things, our brain starts to send different messages and it literally changes our genetic coding around things, including the happiness set point. So we have like 90% control over how happy we ultimately are. And yeah, they're very, you know, simple practices around gratitude, around, you know, acceptance of what is, around noticing the good things in your life and like really paying attention, stopping to pay attention to them for 10 seconds. I mean, again, there are super simple practices that you could just do throughout the day that don't take much extra time, but really will raise your happiness set point. I love that. I think that's so true of so many things that can change our life. Like we glaze over them because we think that they're too simple or we already know that, you know, I so often I hear people say, I already know that. And I'm, it's like, great. But like, do we practice that every day, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. But I guess what I found is, yeah, you know, <laughs> for us to want to change, things often have to be not working. And that's, I think, the gift of this 40s to mid-50s transition is often as we're feeling, call it, quote unquote, sort of crazy or like our relationships are falling apart or our bodies are off, that gives us the incentive, you know, yes. to start incorporating these practices. And then once we notice that they feel good, we're like, oh, you know? Yeah. And that happiness one I find I see most, um, like that's something I have worked. I haven't worked on my hormones yet, but I've worked a lot on my happiness in the past, you know, years. Um, and the thing that I always look to is my three kids. And it's so interesting, like that, that we're somehow, this is in our DNA. Cause it's like, how can three kids be so different with the same two parents? And like, some things are, you learn more with each kid or whatever, but like you do see how it really is a little bit wired into us as well. Yeah, absolutely. But the exciting news is apparently we can literally change yeah. the wiring in our brain. And, and you can start to see that as well as a parent, right? Like when yeah. you focus on like one child and like try to help them in a different way than another one, and you can start to see how it changes. And 
I mean, I yes. definitely have experienced the happiness. Jump yes, yes, <laughs> past tense, which I'm so grateful for. Yes, and then just if I may for a minute around yeah. abundance, because of course, let's I mean, talk about you know, <laughs> yes, because you know that's been a big bulk of my work uh, recently. Um, I've been using the system called Sacred Money Archetypes, which you know you take a quiz and in ten minutes you know what your archetypes are basically what your money personality is what your strengths are with money what your challenges are with money and then most importantly what you can actually do to use your strengths and your challenges to to create abundance in your life i i offer you know a free video course that i throw into the summit for people who want to learn about the what the archetypes are and then how to use them i myself have like completely experienced incredible abundance you know in my business and in my life as a result and so i have my clients um, I also interviewed Christina Wise, who is just like a money guru. Oh, she's been on this podcast. I love oh, her. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, she, yeah. So she's awesome and really gets down into the nitty gritty of how to create independent wealth, no matter you know what your income is. And then, as I had started to say, Marie Diamond, who was one of the transformational teachers in The Secret, she's a feng shui expert and a dowsing expert. And she literally talks about how like your home can be your 3D vision board and how small changes in your surroundings can lead to huge, huge leaps in productivity, health, wealth, relationships, abundance, everything. So that was a really exciting interview that also sent me kind of redecorating and <laughs> rehanging things. But it was fun. It was good. And it works. So yeah. yeah, there's just there's just so much wisdom and you know oh we haven't God. like even I'm touched so upon health, beauty, relationships, spirituality, I healing. I mean, literally there are 43 experts including myself who share just so much amazing stuff that I encourage everybody to come check it out. Extraordinary life after 40. All right, and we'll put a link into the show notes and I kind of feel like we could extract some uh, at the end of every episode. There's always three doable changes and we could try to extract them, but I think that everyone should just go sign up for the summit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and ex and do figure out your doable changes from there and actually the course that I offer when I think when people upgrade, is that true? Is that how you get it? Uh yeah, so, well well, there's there's different things. I mean, just for signing up, you get like, I think it's eight, eight bonuses, you know, yep. for free courses, ebooks, like really amazing plus stuff. All the right, right, right off the bat. That's right. Plus access to watch all of the interviews for 48 hours each completely free. So you just get all that completely free. And then if you want to, you know, have the interviews to watch at your own leisure on your own schedule, then you upgrade. I think the early bird price is going to be $97 and before the summit starts. And then you get all the 43, actually there's 45 interviews. There's 43 experts, but a few of us did a few interviews because there were just so much great info. You get all the interviews to watch or listen to, you know, on your own schedule and you get over 40 bonuses and I mean master classes you know ebooks books audiobooks um, online courses recipes discounts you know 
many of which were created by the experts specifically for the summit, so they're not available anywhere else. And obviously, I know that sounds like a heck of a lot, and you don't have to listen to it all or do it all, but you know, it's like for 97 bucks, you literally yeah. get just so much information, and it just helps me pay for the cost of putting this thing together, basically, you know, and allows us to be able to support the work and support the experts, because the experts also, you know, benefit from this. And um, yeah, so exciting. And I will, I mean, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to learn about hormones, I have to admit. I'm excited about all the other stuff too, but I feel like that's the part I've been ignoring. <laughs> so I'm excited to learn about that. So I, um, I am on the summit, but also I'm going to be a listener of the summit. And I think the way that I will share what I'm thinking about is over on Instagram stories. So if you sign up and while the summit's live, if you check out there, you can then hear what I'm going to be implementing from the summit. And of course, we'll all be implementing different things, but that's where I'll that, share my part. That's great. And we should actually mention that the summit is going live on October 21st yep. and it's going to last for 14 days through November 3rd. So it's just two weeks to get, you know, tons of info and really start up leveling every area of your life or, you know, whatever area needs it. So exciting. Everyone can sign up. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you, Mia. It was wonderful to be here with you and all your listeners today. Thanks so much. You're welcome. All right. At the end of every episode, I always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because I really do believe that action is where a true change happens. And here's the good news. Action doesn't have to be huge. Action doesn't have to be changing your whole life in one day. Action can be a series of small things we commit to one at a time every week so that over the course of a year, two years, three years, all of a sudden, we have created all these new habits, all these new rituals, all these new things that are just part of our life and that we don't have to think about. It's really powerful. So at the end of every episode, I always share three doable changes. And this isn't so you go off and do all three things. This is so that you can choose one and really commit to it. Have fun with it. Fit it into your life. Figure out how it works best for you and call that your doable change for the week. And if more than one thing resonates, then do the other one the following week. Okay. So here are the three from this episode. Number one, commit to being a learner. One of the first steps to making change is knowing your options and getting the information. So this is something that's been such a huge part of my life over the past couple of years is really figuring out how I can be a learner, how I can fit learning in to all the other things I do. And it's been such an important part of my own self-care and my own growth. And so I hugely recommend this one. And it has shown up in my life as a doable change, definitely for multiple weeks over the past 10 years, because I've really experimented at different phases of how old my kids are, of where my work is, with what works best. I've gone through phases of listening to lots of podcasts and tuning into them whenever I could on a walk in the carpool line at the grocery store, whenever basically I wasn't with my kids. I have tried investing in courses and seeing if that motivates me in a different way, which it kind of does um, because I've put money on the line to learn. And then I've also really gotten clear about 
that I need to be able to learn on my own time. So I don't need to learn right when a podcast comes out or when a course tells me I should. And so one of the things I'm playing right ne- with right now is learning on Fridays and getting all my work done that I need to get done Monday through Thursday. So on Friday, I can really commit to learning um, various things, whether it's about money or parenting or my health. And that's been really powerful. So if learning about all the things we need to learn about our health and how we show up to our 40s and 50s is in your interest, definitely go sign up for Natalie's Summit. I know that's something I'm going to be learning about in October and early November. So go sign up at plansimple.com slash love 40. So plansimple.com slash love 40, and you will get forwarded to Natalie's page. All right. And I will see you there because that's going to be important stuff that we learn about. The next doable change from this episode that I really loved was the idea that we can take mini steps to happiness. So I guess the doable change would be around little rituals that lead you toward happiness. So try some simple, quick throughout the day practices. This might look like expressing gratitude throughout the day or getting into a habit or ritual of accepting what is in a particular moment or notice and pay attention to the really good things in your life, maybe just for 10 seconds at a time. So if this was my doable change, what I would do is I would identify three to five times during the day that you'll just remind yourself, set a reminder on your phone to remember any of those things. What is, what you're grateful for, what brings you happiness, just looking around you and noticing all the things. And then after you start to get into that habit, your phone's reminding you, you'll start to notice possibly that this doable change turns into something you can just do on your own. So I love that one. So easy, right? You can totally see how you'd have 50 seconds throughout the day to really zone into your happiness. And then you can experiment with if this changes other aspects of your day. I bet it will. Okay. So doable change number one was committing to learn more or committing to be a learner. Number two is taking many steps to happiness. And number three is talk about it. Talk about what is happening in your life, in your bodies to really understand that it's not just us, right? We spend so much time thinking we're not enough of X. We're not healthy enough. We're not fit enough. We're not whatever enough, right? So instead of that, just start talking about it. Start talking about your health, your sex life, your bodies. Um, We've been silenced for so long as women. So even though right now in this day and age, it doesn't seem like we're silenced, we're holding the silence from many years past. So just to remember how important it is to talk about these things. And this has been really important for me as somebody who considered myself, I don't know, modest, quiet about a lot of these things. And as you know, I've published some podcasts in the past year that have been about topics that I'm not comfortable talking about all the time. Some of them are, I talked about on this show, so they're linked in the show notes. Um, the, I had a podcast called plan for sex with Caitlin 
um, Domner. And it was really funny because right when I posted that episode, my son was getting active on Instagram and he, and I had said, you know, we should follow each other because I want to see what you're posting. And literally that day that episode went up and he's like, mom, like, what are you doing? This is so embarrassing. And it really started some conversations in our own household about the topic of sex, which is something I definitely did not grow up talking about at the dinner table and something that I really want to empower my kids to be able to talk about freely. Okay. So talk about it. Talk about everything, especially things to do with our bodies and our health, because, you know, we just really need to. I remember my grandmother once told me that she never had menopause. And I can tell you that like my moods and my body, like I'm not there yet, but everything's changing. And oh my gosh, if I don't talk about it, I literally feel like a crazy person. If you want a place to talk, we are reopening, is that the right word? We're starting the conversation again on our Facebook group. If you go to plansimple.com, you'll see a link on the page to come join the discussion. But what I would love is that after every episode, we have a talk about it on it within the confines of this private Facebook group. We can have open conversations and have that be a place that we can really be open, be honest, ask questions of each other um, as these different topics come up. I will also be talking about some of the topics during Natalie's summit because I'm excited to learn about some of the health-related aspects of this perimenopausal age. So I'm super excited to tune into her summit as well. And we have some exciting things in the Plan Simple world coming up this fall as well. So there'll be lots of opportunities to talk. So if you're not part of that Facebook group, go over to plansimple.com, join the Facebook group. And if you are, remember to check in, remember to see if that pops up in your notifications. If not, maybe join the notifications because we're going to be having some exciting conversations this fall and into the winter and beyond. All right. Those are the three doable changes from this episode. I will see you all on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. That really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.